welcome to the Bro Nova Podcast, the podcast that models healthy communication for men, empowering them to start the journey of self-work. Now here's your host, Thomas Pierce. Welcome along, everybody. It's Thomas here with you as always every Thursday. This conversation is going to be just between you and me, so it's a solo podcast episode. I'm going to speak to you about my journey becoming more active and incorporating uh, activity and fitness as a whole into my lifestyle. As you know, the ethos of this podcast is around learning from other people. It's grounded in the belief I have that the information I have access to is so greatly limited and relatively small compared to the wealth of knowledge and lived experiences that are out there in the world. And so having these conversations with people uh, can make all of us better people, better individuals, more informed about the world we live in. And of course, tying in the aspects of communication skills and conversation skills for men. So that has been why over the last year I've conducted over 60 interviews with various experts, coaches, doctors, therapists, professionals of, of various cuts and, and cloths. And this episode, I want to talk about my journey with physical fitness and hopefully inspire you all to have a look at your acti- activity levels and to be more active, essentially. Uh, because the statistics, just like mental health, uh, just like drinking, uh, they're pretty grim as far as the level of activity, uh, at least in the U.S. So just some quick facts for you. One of the leading risk factors for non-communicable disease mortality is a phys- is physical inactivity. Okay, so to break that down. So leading risk risk factor for getting a disease that is not transmitted between people and dying from that disease, one of the biggest risk factors for that is physical inactivity, so being sedentary. Adults under 65, most of this audience, should engage in at least 150 minutes of moderate exercise weekly. So that's about 23-odd minutes a week, excuse me, a day. And also, the frequency of exercising decreases as one ages. So that means that in the sample of wherever they drew this study from, this probably a qualitative self-report study, people talked about their relative levels of activity and either a self-reporting over the t- over years reporting less activity or just comparing age groups, seeing like less activity. And that's something that I can totally corroborate. Um, and it's something that actually uh, pisses me off because think about being a kid running around outside, being on a sports team maybe. Why is it that we don't do that? Well, I th- actually, I think a lot of the reason why is because the NFL is is the other religion, right, in, in the United States. And it is a consumer sport. It's a spectator sport. The NFL intentionally doesn't facilitate or promote adults playing football because they want you to sit in your ass and watch football, drink beer, and eat buffalo wings. And so we're all fat, right? So that's why that is. Um, (laughs) As you can see, it kind of pisses me off. Um, So another thing to share here, running running for 15 minutes a day may reduce the risk of depression by 26%. You know, I don't know where, I'll have to find the, the citations for this article, but there's a huge body of evidence correlating improvements in physical and mental health with activity. And 
So I'm going to share my story and I want you to all hopefully look inward as well, look in the mirror. How active are you and how can your quality of life improve by being more active? Okay, so turning back the clock. Um, I was a big kid. I was fat, we could say. Um, you know, I generally wasn't bullied, um, which was pretty great looking back. But even the few times some comments were made, I remember them. You know, I remember those instances. And it doesn't feel good, right? It never feels good to not be enough or to seek the approval of your peer group um, and to build up and to feel worthwhile, right? Not having that self-worth and feeling that self-consciousness is not great. We, we all want to be accepted. Uh, at least for me, I like praise, right? I like being acknowledged for being good at something or being um, skillful. And so a lot of that comes through in sports for me, looking back at my journey. I always played sports, but I was never good at them particularly. Uh, I was overweight. I remember, you know, as a kid, I couldn't do the monkey bars, for example. I, I wasn't any good at pull-ups. I couldn't um, run very far, those kinds of things. I wasn't fast. I wasn't um, putting up good numbers on the mile, you know, on the track. So that was kind of the first thing that prompted me was a desire to, I wanted to have more fun, right? Playing sports I loved, but it would be way more fun if I was in better shape and, and um, just lighter on my feet, right? So that's where it, it started. Um, and my parents were very gentle about this, but they definitely let me know that, you know, the weight I was at was overweight for my frame, right? I had too much weight on my body. Um, and they were very uh, encouraging and equipped me with resources to try to address that, whether it just be exercising or learning more about diet and nutrition. Um, but I think here lies an interesting distinction between external and internal motivation. Because externally, my loved ones telling me, you know, about these, the situation is a little bit different than me wanting to get better, right? So you need to lose weight to be healthy, uh, provided a different motivation than I want to be fit to excel at my sports, um, and particularly rugby. So I had played a number of sports, but uh, starting freshman year of high school, I started playing rugby, which has been one of the great uh, loves of my life, if you will. I just love the game so much. And uh, a lot of my motivation to get better and get consistent with working out came from desire to be better at playing rugby. Um, and it's an incredible, it's an incredible sport. And there are reasons why I think it's a, a wonderful sport. It has its own merits, but I think more important than that, just the, the merits of being in a team environment, being part of a collective greater good as an adult in a recreational setting is wonderful. Uh, and that's another thing that we kind of lose as adults, right? How many people listening, when's the last time you played in team sport? You know, and what's stopping you? Because there's nothing stopping you unless you have some kind of physical disability, right? Um, so there was a moment in high school that kind of encapsulated the beauty of what rugby has done for me in both being very empowering and also hum humbling. So I was um, not starting on my the, the A side, the first side, until my senior year, you know, which was humbling in a sense when my buddies were were kind of starting also as juniors, maybe sophomores. And I wasn't named a captain of the team. 
it was something that I kind of expected would happen my senior year and it did not happen. And that was a gut punch in some ways, but also was very motivational because it told me that I wasn't as good as it needed to be and I had plenty of room for improvement. But essentially at that point, it gave me this taste of success, right? A taste of, okay, I'm in better shape now. At this point, I'm a sophomore, or excuse me, a senior in high school, um, getting better at this sport, building great friendships, having social activities, meeting people, traveling a bit to play rugby. And it gave me a taste of that, you know, success for me, which was actually being good at the thing and also uh, a kick in the ass to, to keep getting better. And so that led me to want more to challenge myself and develop this uh, more disciplined attitude about fitness. Um, and it developed this mental mental strength. So this idea of mental strength of being able to push through discomfort, being able to live with the pain, if you will. And um, both on the micro level, so right during a workout, actually um, continuing, to not, not quitting, but also on the macro level of just thinking about um, – okay, I want to get in shape. I'm going to work out weekly or a few times a week. You know, that morning comes up when that, when that alarm goes off, uh, it's just you there, right? No one else is watching. No one else knows if you're going to do it. And so that's another example of mental strength that comes from having a fitness goal and sticking to it. Um, so accelerate now through the years and I'm at the point where it's about, what am I, 26? So about 13 odd years later, I, I've been kind of consistently working out, trying to get better. Um, and I'm at the point now where I can, you know, walk onto rugby teams. Uh, I've traveled, I've lived in many different cities. I'm in a new city right now. And actually in the next hour, I'm going to go walk onto a rugby team. And I don't know how good it'll be. I don't know if I'll start or any of that, but that's okay. I just know that I know that I know, I know, I know that I know the game and I know myself and I know that I have put in, um, the hours. So, there's also something that comes with this fitness passion and something that you can think about for yourself, which it, it develops incredible confidence, right? So when I walk around through the world today, I know that over the last 10, 15 years, I have put in hours, thousands of hours of working out and no one watched. No one was there with me on the fucking cold mornings. No one was there with me in the late nights in the gym. I was there with myself for myself. And that gives incredible confidence. And that's something that you can give yourself uh, if you do find that passion, whether through activity, that passion through activity and a passion through self-development and getting better. Um, and and it's something that was not given to me, right? I think a lot of this podcast is acknowledging privileges, acknowledging um, resources, right? Acknowledging my place in the world and how I am... Uh, benefited by circumstances and the world we live in, but this is an area where uh, no one made me, gave me this. No one, no one gave me this confidence. No one gave me these, uh, those, these hours. I got myself uh, off my ass to do it, and I continue to do it every day of my life. Right, so that just gives such a beautiful uh, grounding and confidence, and that's why I'm kind of passionate about sharing it. Um, and th- there are parallels too between this example, right, of going to be able to join a new a new rugby team right now, but also it, it parallels and kind of uh, there's an osmosis effect to work and to friendships and just having that comfortability with oneself. Um, and 
So for me, it was an avenue to these other areas of confidence, right? And at the same time, it's very humbling because there's always someone bigger, faster, stronger, more skilled, whatever. Um, and maybe there's someone listening who doesn't have uh, the ability to do that. Maybe you have a, f- a physical disability or uh, some other kind of restraint on your physiology. Um, so I understand that it is not applicable to everyone, but majority of the people listening, this is probably applicable to you, right? As far as there really no being, there not being any excuse. Um, and so recently with the podcast, if you all remember the, the conversation we had with uh, Dr. Christian Heim was pretty excellent. And he was talking about addiction prevention. And recently with my fitness, it's I, I had the realization that more so than just mental toughness, which is kind of a, um, a rote uh, buzzword. I think rote is, is it rote, rote, mm, flatbread. So rather than just that buzzword, it is a neuroplasticity, right? So having a activity that sucks and pushing through it and setting up those delayed gratification moments in our existence can actually prevent against addiction and can set up um, kind of, for me, when, I, when I'm in those moments of uh, on the, either on the micro level within a workout or in the macro level of I just worked out yesterday, but I have the time and I'm going to make the time and do it again today. It sucks. I don't want to do it. But guess what? There's a delayed gratification involved with that. And it's actually counteracting for me, I think, all of the instant gratification moments I have every day. Uh, my phone, drinking coffee, whatever else I, I have that I want to do and I let myself do immediately. Uh, so it's a good it's a good avenue in that way as well to kind of build those um, build those avenues that will kind of prevent addiction, which is extremely valuable. So moving on, um, I kind of jumped around in my notes. And another valuable thing to think about is that if you can, if you can set up, you know, this habit of fitness and being active, and then you get that confidence, it can be an anchor, right? So I'm very transparent on this program about things I'm working on in my own life, areas of self-improvement. And so for me, these anchors, excuse me, this is an anchor of this, this fitness. It's a, it's one at the same time, right? It's a comfort zone. Um, it grounds me, it connects me to my roots, it connects me to the relationships I've made since I was a kid playing sports and with my family. Um, and it's also humbling, right? Because there's, there's failure involved. There's always more things I want to do. There's other people who inspire me and push me to be better because I want to meet them or beat them. And so it gives me that great comfort as I pursue other areas of self-improvement, whether it be my mental health, forging a career path. Uh, these things are all extremely valuable to kind of push forward and so by having something that you can lock down on and have that confidence and comfort with, uh, then it kind of gives me at least that buffer zone and that level of comfort with these other kind of edges that we explore, right? Edges being areas of ourselves that um, maybe we don't know yet or we don't like all the way, and we have to kind of explore those. And at this point, um, it's kind of, you know, like this whole fitness thing, right? A part of my identity and lifestyle. So... That's the the high level overview, and as you can see, I'm very passionate about it. Uh, it gives me a lot of joy, and I just want to share that with you all because I think that, you know, short of having a physical disability, you can do it right now. You can literally get up, 
and do it right now. So why not? Where does one start? You'll probably remember that in most of my episodes, I ask kind of leading questions about if someone's never thought about this or if someone has never considered this or never done this before, where can they start? So where can you start with physical fitness if you want to? I think the first thing to do um, with this is to just be humble and be open-minded. So understanding that it's a long journey, it's not a simple fix, and whatever it may look like for you, success in this endeavor is very unique to you, and that's okay. Um, it's different for everyone. Maybe it'll be curling that really gets you going, or you know, whatever it is, that's totally cool. You know, as long as you feel like it's keeping you healthy and keeping you active, and maybe you're hitting that 30 minute mark every day of physical activity. Cheers. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and also just kind of thinking about pursuing that consciously opening up this new path in your life is going to open up passions and discoveries that are waiting for you to find them in this world, right? So there's so much out there that we don't know. And just by trying, opening up one new avenue in your life, one new channel, you're, you're welcoming in so much other positive change into your world. So just think about those things as, as, as you start a journey, if you want to kind of start a fitness journey. Um, also to think about, this is a long-term process, right? So a one-off workout is not the same as a 20-year lifestyle change, right? So just think about long-term and that start, of course, you have to start somewhere. Day one is so important, but just remember it's a long-term plan. And if you have a failure along the way, that's okay. You know, good things take years to develop, right? I'm on year one, one year finishing this podcast. Is it where I want it to be? Absolutely not. But you know what? You're not going to see me quit. You're going to keep seeing episodes every Thursday for at least another year is what I've kind of thought. But maybe forever. Who knows? I'll check in in another year. So another kind of point here would be to start with a manageable goal, right? If you've been sanitary for the last 30 years, you know, saying I'm going to work out five times a week for the next month is probably a little unrealistic. So start with a manageable goal and then do it again. Start with a manageable goal, do it again. Next time, do another manageable goal. Maybe it's two days a week instead of one day a week. The next week, you go to three, for example, like that. Because you don't want to throw yourself off the boat. You don't want to. You don't want to knock yourself off the bull, right? Thinking about riding a mechanical bull, you're not going to probably start on the hot, most intense speed. You know, let yourself get acclimated before you you kind of crank things up. Another thing to think about too is that your body is the best weight machine you'll ever need. I completely believe that. Uh, your body has all of the resistance you need to get strong and to get healthy and to improve your uh, cardiovascular fitness, your aerobic fitness. So if you want to go to a gym, that's awesome. There are so much so much to learn and so much great things in gyms. But also if you don't want to do that, if you just want to do pull-ups, push-ups, squats, running, jumping jack, squat jumps, squat lunges, and core exercises, that can get you in shape, right? So... The barrier to entry is extremely low. Again, literally, it's just if you can have hydration and legs that work, you can get in shape. So don't feel pressured to get a fancy gym membership or um, also not worrying about what other people are doing in the gym. Um, you know, I think distractions come in the form of other people when it comes to working out. You know, maybe, maybe they look better than we look or they have 
a hot outfit or they're just really attractive and you don't feel as attractive. We don't feel that as attractive that day. doesn't matter, right? Because we're here for ourselves. You're doing this for yourself and no one else is actually caring what you're doing, right? They're there. For, if someone's in the gym looking flashy, they're there for themselves. They're really into themselves. They don't care what you're doing. So why would you let your perception of how they're perceiving you interrupt your goals and where you're going, right? Uh, the last thing I would say about starting this kind of journey would just be to be okay with where where you are um, and striving for more, right? So it's okay wherever you are right now. Um, I think what's more important than where you're starting is kind of where you're going with this. And that probably applies to all areas of self-improvement, right? Whether it be with our relationships, our work, our nutrition, whatever it is. Um, another, another kind of thing to keep in mind is to congratulate yourself, right? you're making a positive change in your life. That's, that's pretty awesome. So don't kind of overlook that. And that's a wonderful thing as well. So giving yourself props, um, is important. And the last thing I would say, uh, is to fill in the sentence. It would be really cool if I could X, Y or Z. It would be really cool if I could blank. What is that for you? You know, think about it. Whether it's for me right now, it'd be really cool if I could do 15 perfect form pull-ups in a row. That's a great goal for me right now. I think that would be awesome. Um, not quite there. And another thing I do, uh, kind of cheesy, but it works for me. I write stuff down and I put it on my wall and I see it. You know, I see it every day and it, it kind of fires me up and gives me that reminder. So these are all things to consider. Um, and things I wanted to share with you is a little bit of a solo episode, a more personal episode. Um, you know, behind the mic, I'm generally interviewing other people learning from them, but I just want to share this with you. And I wanted to really encourage you to try to be more active. Um, you know, if you say you're lazy, okay, but why? <laughs> I don't know, man. It just, it like, uh, I think for me, there's a line between kind of accepting things as, as the way they are when you have the resources and the opportunity to change them for the better. Right. So I think part of also, uh, using privileges, right. Using gifts that we have using opportunities we have is to not waste them. You know, think about this, right. Our lives are finite. Part of the reason I do this podcast is because life is finite. We're not going to be here forever. I'm not going to be here forever, but I want to make a lasting positive impact on this world and leave a legacy of doing something good with my time and not just being so self-absorbed and pursuing kind of idle passions, right? Or kind of fickle pleasures, whatever it is. So what are you going to do with your gifts? What are you going to do with your talents? Um, and I think I just wanted to share this with you all to have you consider a more active lifestyle as something to look at and maybe incorporate into your, into your day to day. And I, I promise you, you will see a lift in your mental health, your mood. You'll see a lift in your body. You'll feel lighter. You'll feel more energetic. You'll feel more beautiful. You'll laugh more. You'll love more. You'll see the world just with a little brighter light. So that's what I'll leave you with. We're back to interviews next week. Got some really interesting stuff lined up. I've really been feeling the kind of uh, social dynamics and, and politics a little more recently. Uh, I think it's really interesting, and I think there's a lot of education we could do because we don't really understand a lot of people 
how the political system even works around us. So that's what I'll leave you with, folks. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoy the show. Feel free to get in touch. Thomas at Bronevo.com. Bronevo Pod on Instagram. Let me know what you think. Let me know if I can support you with your fitness journey. I would love to do that. And thank you very much for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. And I'll see you next Thursday on the Bro Nouveau Podcast.